0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Beyond Sleep Training Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing real tales of how people have managed sleep in their family outside of sleep training culture, because sleep looks different with a baby in the house. And because every family is different, there is no one-size-fits-all approach to take. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded, the Kalkadoon people. I pay my respects to the Elders of this nation and the many other nations our guests reside in from the past, present and emerging. We honour Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and the unique cultural and spiritual relationships to the land, water and seas, as well as their rich contributions to society, including the birthing and nurturing of children. Welcome to the Beyond Sleep Training podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing real tales of how people have managed sleep in their family outside of sleep training culture. I'm your host, Carly Grubb. I'm the founder of the Beyond Sleep Training Project and the founder and managing director of the Australian-based charity Little Sparklers. I'm the mother of three young children and I live with my husband and family in the outback town of Mount Isa in northwest Queensland, Australia. I'm actually a primary school teacher by trade and so I've had so much to learn on this very unexpected trajectory life's taken me on since I founded the Beyond Sleep Training Project in 2017. This podcast actually feels like something I've been craving for probably the last six years or so since I had my first baby. When I set up the Beyond Sleep Training Project, my original plan was to collect tales of how families did life and sleep, in particular without sleep training, or having failed at it like me, which I'll talk about more in our next episode. I was then going to collate these tales into a book, and the group was meant to be my way of keeping the contributors in the loop while I pulled it together. But the group itself became a haven and a hub for people who that people seem to need to reach like-minded souls. And so the book was swiftly put on the back burner in favour of fostering the safe space that was growing before my eyes, which now in 2021 has over 130,000 members from around the world. I have revisited the idea of the book a few times over the past four years, but it never seemed to be able to compete with the ever-growing weight of priorities for my limited time. I'd also toyed with the idea of a podcast previously, as I really enjoy the format whenever I've been asked to be a guest for someone else's. But it's it still just all felt a bit too hard, and you know, honestly, just another set of skills that I didn't actually have that I was going to have to try and learn. But late in 2020, uh, I decided that podcasting was something I really wanted to do, not just because I think this podcast is needed, but also because it's something I wanted to do for me. And that's important to note, because as much as it's been an enormous privilege to do the work that I am doing, in many ways, the route I've taken has been driven by the needs of the group itself and also uh, dependent on the beautiful volunteers who I owe the whole world to, um, and the things that they needed. And I, I, while I don't regret anything I have done, I did feel that by the end of 2020 that there was only so much I could do without becoming resentful of the heavy responsibility and duty I felt and still actually feel unless I try to skew the balance back to something I wanted to do for me and for the organisation. And this podcast is that. You see, like it's it's just the perfect opportunity for me. I thrive when surrounded by good company, heartfelt conversation, wisdom and listening to the stories of others. And that's exactly what you get here and what I get here. The stories you will hear shared on the podcast are rich, diverse and deeply personal. Some are heartbreaking testament to the brokenness of our current society and how completely families are being undermined and convinced that they cannot trust themselves or their babies, and yet others are so full of triumph and confidence with a staunch refusal to conform right from the outset. We will hear from families who have an abundance of high-quality support and ones with none, families who are working to break cycles and reparenting themselves alongside parenting their own babes, and we will listen to people who are honouring cultural roots and nurturing their children in the ways of ancestors, free from the Western versions of right and wrong ways to be a good parent. Some of the tales may seem almost unexceptional in just how simple and straightforward they sound, and this is an important element needed in the narrative too. Because while this road less traveled may be ever so challenging and fraught for some of us, for others it couldn't have been easier. And this enormous variation is testament to how there really is no one right, right way to do this season in life and what will feel right for you and your setting is deeply personal. In the group, we sometimes hear that it feels like the only answer to any struggles involves breastfeeding and bed-sharing. And I can totally see why this can appear to be the way on the surface, because for large numbers of people in the group, these two tools are central to how we have managed this time in life, myself included. But it's not the full depth of the story. And on this podcast, we will hear from many people who have discovered their way without breastfeeding or bed sharing in their repertoire. And so that would be the way I would ask you to consider listening, knowing that not every person's experience will resonate with your own, but that doesn't mean that there isn't lessons to be learned from simply listening to their experience. One of the very first lessons I personally needed when I was beginning to move, move beyond sleep training was that if I wanted to get more sleep, which I definitely did, I needed to let go of all my rigid ideas of how I wanted to get it and be more open to considering options I had previously written off as things I would never do. Bed sharing being the top of that list. Now with this first mention of shared sleep, I will make a safe sleep note for all listening along and I ask you to please look up our safer sleep section on our Little Sparklers website to help you make informed decisions about your sleep arrangements using the risk reduction strategies that apply to you. I will put a link in our show notes to make sure it's easy for everybody to find because it's really important that you do. For some families, it will absolutely be the case that shared sleep isn't their safest option. But with the research clearly showing that upwards of 75% of families will fall asleep with their baby sometime in the early months of parenting, it is 100% necessary that every family knows how, and preferably has, a shared sleep surface prepared for these occasions when despite all good intentions to avoid shared sleep, you find yourself sleeping with your baby. A firm mattress, clear of heavy bedding, pillows near baby, away from the areas that your baby could get trapped in, is an essential space for every family with a young baby in their care, whether you intend to share sleep or not. I was so against co-sleeping with my first baby. I hadn't really heard much about it other than to know that it was dangerous something to avoid as it might A, kill my baby, or B, create a bad habit. The thing with this was, as you will hear more about in the next episode, my baby was an extremely wakeful little sparkler and he was all but impossible to put in his cot once he was asleep. And so with these two elements combined, I was fighting against both his nature and my own as a breastfeeding mother to stay safely awake with him while I tended to his extremely intense nighttime needs and I was frequently falling asleep with him on the nursing chair. Nursing chairs, couches, sofas, recliners are some of the highest risk locations for sleep accidents and an absolute no-no for sleeping with your baby and yet I had no idea that this was co-sleeping and dangerously so. I really had no idea that bed-sharing or co-sleeping weren't the same thing co-sleeping is when you find yourself sleeping with your baby on any surface including on a safer prepared surface as in bed sharing it's an umbrella term that takes in all of the situations and settings including those that send the risk levels through the roof And it was precisely this lumping in of every scenario of shared sleep that meant that I was inadvertently placing my baby at great risk every single night for the first six months of his life until I came across information on how to actively reduce risk when sharing a sleep surface. And I found out that I was co sleeping because it wasn't until I was actually told that I had any idea that this was co sleeping. I wasn't trying to share sleep with my baby. I was, in fact, actively trying to avoid it. I was trying to follow the safe sleep rules as I knew and understood them, and his cot was meticulously made up to meet safe sleep standards. But just because I knew, wanted and expected my baby to sleep on his own in his own cot, that didn't mean that it was in any way an achievable, achievable and therefore safe sleep arrangement for our family. It is for this reason That you will hear and see in our Beyond Sleep training work and through Little Sparklers a huge push for high quality evidence-based safe sleep information to always include risk reduction strategies for shared sleep and for that information to be shared in a way that acknowledges the importance of families knowing that shared sleep is something that they may wish to consider for their family. We really are pleased to see that the Lullaby Trust and BASIS in the UK have adopted a risk reduction approach to shared sleep in safe sleep education and their resources are outstanding. RENO's Australia also supports this approach and we're looking forward to seeing even further development of their resources in 2021. The Australian Breastfeeding Association and Australian College of Midwives have adopted this risk reduction approach in their work, which makes my heart glow knowing just how many families have access to better advice and education than I had with my first guy back in 2014. If you've listened this far, first of all, thank you. And I'd invite you to not only subscribe to this podcast to keep the stories coming, but also to make sure you've joined our free peer support group, the Beyond Sleep Training Project on Facebook where we can help you hash out any issues you have that you are currently facing and to also build that sense of community you may be craving if you're cutting a new path that feels a little different than the one currently being travelled by those around you. We also have a Facebook page and Instagram to help keep your feed in line with your values and keep building you up as you live this time in your life. We also have a brilliant website, www.littlesparklers.org, and you can sign up for our free newsletter if you'd like to keep up to date with everything we've got going on across the platforms. While I can feel really overwhelming at first trying to figure out how to do this sleep thing without sleep training, you can rest assured that we are all living proof that it is not only possible, but also one of the best decisions hundreds of thousands of us have ever made. Keep an ear out each episode for our guest's tip of the week for their top pearl of wisdom that you might find helpful too. And so without further ado, let's get stuck in. And I thought it would be most appropriate that the very first episode would feature my tale because to hear it also explains how the Beyond Sleep Training Project went from being a small seed of an idea from my lonely heart to a global movement making waves around the world. Stay tuned. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast today. The information we discussed was just that, information only. It is not specific advice. If you take any action following something you've heard from our show today, it is important to make sure you get professional advice about your unique situation before you proceed, whether that advice be legal, financial, accounting, medical or any other advice. Please reach out to me if you do have any questions or if there's a topic you'd really like us to be covering and if you know somebody who'd really benefit from listening to our podcast please be sure to pass our name along also check out our free peer support group the beyond sleep training project and our wonderful website www.littlesparklers.org if you'd like even more from the show you can join us as a patron on patreon and you can find a link for that in our show notes If listening is not really your jam, we also make sure we put full episode transcripts on our Little Sparklers website for you to also enjoy and fully captioned YouTube videos as well on our Little Sparklers channel. So thanks again for listening today. We really enjoy bringing this podcast to you.